0: hey guys welcome back to pop culture blast i'm your host danny um it actually hasn't been a while this time so i don't have to say that I'm getting very, very on board with this stuff again now that I have a little more free time. Um, So far, things have been going okay. Not that you guys probably care, but I'm just going to say it anyway in case you do. Um, I am doing a lot better than I was in the last episode. I am starting to sleep somewhat properly again. Um, And I also had my first therapy appointment today, which... Went very, very well, and I'm very excited to take this journey and getting myself better because I I feel like it's going to make life a lot easier if I'm somewhat sane. (laughs) So we have a lot to unpack today. Now, this idea I got was from my philosophy of sex and love class, and we were talking—so we're currently talking about marriage and how, like, marriages can be, like, worthwhile failures and so the people who were presenting for that they had did this kind of activity like they gave us like a few celebrity couples and like were their marriages like a worthwhile failure and by that like oh yeah it failed but honestly it made them even better and the options were Kim and Kanye Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan I think, and then Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and we had said that, you know, with Kim and Kanye's relationship, I feel like Kim benefited a lot from it once they broke up, and, you know, she's okay, and then Ye, on the other hand, I keep forgetting he switched his name to Ye, but I don't think it matters, but, you know, he's a person, too, so I don't want to invalidate him or anything by any means um and then we also had said like Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan because you know they were together for years and now like they're off doing their own thing and they're still friends which is great which is wonderful especially for those kids that they had together So now why am I talking about this, you ask? It's because we're talking about yay today. So, you know, usually with my two topics, they're usually different topics, but all I can find is yay stuff. (laughs) Trust me, I tried looking on the Kardashians and everything and it all came back to yay. So today we're going to be talking about yay and how... Interesting, he has been these past few months. So, some trigger warnings before I kind of get into it. Um, Yay, obviously. (laughs) I don't hate him as much as Tom Cruise, but I think they're on the same level together. (laughs) And also, like mentions of anti Semitism. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. I actually had to look. But, like, yeah, anti Semitism, which is showing the hostility and prejudice to Jewish people. And also, there's going to be mentions of divorce. Um, I think that's pretty much it for trigger warnings. Maybe when I start talking, I'll throw one in. I'll throw a curveball at you. It's totally fine. (laughs) Um, So the first topic we're going to be talking about is Kim and Ye's divorce settlement. So when I was researching, I realized that they came to a consensus about how they're splitting stuff apart. So they had initially filed a, this back in February 2021. And I think just recently it was finally settled. So of course, you may be thinking like, what's going to happen with their children um, North, St. Chicago, and Psalm. It's scary. I know what that all of them are. I know. I'm not obsessed with the Kardashians, I promise. But anyways, um, they're going to be doing joint custody, which, like, for example, I was a child um, with divorced parents, and they also had joint custody as well. So, like, What it used to be was I was at my mom's for a week. Then I was at my dad's the next week. And then we would just keep going and going. So that's kind of what joint custody is. So it's not like she's taking all the kids away from him or vice versa. They're just in a happy neutral. And also, this I found very interesting. It was how, oh, wait. Hold on, hold, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> um, okay, so with the kids, there's joint custody, but also Yay has agreed to pay a monthly $200,000 in child support. So that was all. I was going to go into something else, and then I saw it, That I'm like, shoot. So the next uh, thing I'm going to be talking about with this whole divorce settlement is their properties they own. So apparently between the two of them, they have 21 properties, which who needs that many properties? (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't get rich people at all. And I'm not hating on them or anything. I'm not jealous. I'm not envious. I just think it's so weird how like they buy all these houses. Like I would understand like my great grandma, who I had lost back in um, the beginning of 2020. So when she and my great-grandfather were together before his death, they would always go down for the winter, down south to um somewhere in Florida, and they had a trailer down there. Now that, like, I understand, but, like, all these properties, who needs that many properties? And also, like, if you're not at one property, then who's going to clean it? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be riddled with spiders and bugs because nobody goes there. It's so weird. I don't know why it's so weird. And it makes me really mad. (laughs) So, (coughs) sorry about that. Um, So, we're going to talk about all the properties they own. So, they had a residence in Hidden Hills. So, that went to Kim. And she had paid yay, $23 million to gain full ownership of the home as part of their divorce proceedings. And there's a lot more with that. There's a lot of numbers, and I was never good at math. But basically, no, it was last year, Kim had it. But then she ended up getting full ownership of the place. And also, apparently... She's keeping the adjacent four-bedroom and three-bathroom house that she bought for $6.3 million earlier this year. And then she said she would also keep the two neighboring properties that they had bought in 2019 for $2.7 million million and $2.975 million. And... There's a nearby ranch-style home that she is selling at the moment. So as for Ye, he's going to keep the next door $4.5 million five-bedroom house that he bought to stay near the children after Kim had filed for divorce. Now next, they have a place in La Quinta. It was some kind of parcel. It was $6.3 million, and Kim is keeping that. So they had bought this place together in 2018 for $6.3 million. I already said that. (laughs) I am sorry. Why do they have it twice? I promise I did my research and I looked through everything. I didn't know they were. What's the point in repeating that then? Anyways, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm not running on very much sleep right now. So I'm a little all over the place. So, then also in February of this year, Kim had said that she enlisted the architect Ta Dao Ando to design a home on the Palm Springs area property. And apparently, the mansion's going to resemble a spaceship. But she has faced a bunch of issues, like with it, with permit. Uh, yeah that she had faced permitting issues so it's kind of up in the air whether or not the spaceship mansion's going to be there i don't there's no point <laughs> um okay so next they each have um house or beach homes in malibu so they so she has one and then he has one as well so basically they just keep those and also Kim had a $70.4 beachside oasis house that actually used to belong to Cindy Crawford. And then Ye will retain his $57.3 million mansion designed by the Tadao Ando. And it was built by AD100 firm Marmal Radziner. I'm probably pronouncing all of these wrong, but it's okay. Now next. There's a place in Wyoming that belongs to Ye. And he apparent he might or it's most likely that he will keep his primary residence at one of the two Wyoming ranches. And he's gonna both keep them from the settlement. So The first one spans 3,000 acres and was bought by both of them for $14 million in 2019. And then the second is a $14.5 million plot of land that spans 6,713 acres. I'm going to keep all of my comments till the end because this is just blowing my mind. So next, Ye has a place in Calabasas. And he's going to keep that property, or he had 300 acres of property there, and a condo that's currently listed at $3.5 million. So he's keeping all of that. He also has a place in Thousand Oaks. Um, It's an 1,800 square foot home. Now, we don't really know much about this place, but it's near where he had opened That's now a shuttered private school, Donda Academy. And honestly, I did not even know this was like a thing. And It blows my mind. Okay, so I did look it up and holy guacamole. It's like an actual school. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, but it's a Christian private school. And from the looks of it, the tuition is fifteen thousand dollars through per year. That is crazy. Yeah, but actually now it's closed. So okay, moving on. <laughs> um, West or Yay also has one in Belgium that we don't know much about. Um, but apparently what, um, I just hit my headphone. If you heard that, I just hit my headphone, I promise. Um, so with the Belgium, apparently he was like redoing his kitchen there, but not much is really known about that. Then we have a place in Idaho. I know this is a really long list, but we're literally at the end of it. So please bear with me. In Idaho, Kim is also going to take the three Idaho properties that They had both owned, and back in 2018, they were seen vacationing there, and apparently it was reported that they owned property there. And then last, this is last, I promise, is a place in Chicago. So this was actually Ye's childhood home, and it was rebuilt as a stage set piece in a Chicago stadium for the listening party premiere of The album Donda, which is named after his late mother. Um, But yeah. So basically, that's a summary of what all the settlements were. Um, Now I can say my comments. Who needs that much property? (laughs) That just, that blows my mind. Like, I understand, like, like I said, if you have like a summer home or like a beach home or like a cabin, that's fine. But Twenty-one properties. Who do you, I know? They could afford it, but why? <laughs> it just it just makes no sense. And like, how is it so like kept up and all that? Because if they're not going to one place as much, it's got to be gross and overgrown unless they pay people to do it. That just <clears throat> that just blows my mind. I, I don't know why. It just really does, and I don't know why I'm getting so angry <laughs> over it. So okay moving on so the next topic of course is still about yay but also the recent controversy he is in so i heard about the stuff um i believe it was on tiktok and he is i don't know But I'm going to be talking about, like, some things he had said and, like, the interviews and everything. So if you're not aware of what Ye did, so he said some very, very bad things on Twitter, which ended up getting his account banned, I believe. So kind of, like, what he had done was he made some very, very inappropriate remarks towards the Jewish people. So, he defended Hitler and told, you know, Jewish people that they need to forgive Hitler. And he had said that Jewish people cannot tell him who he can and cannot love and added, added that they, quote, cannot force their pain on everyone else. And he said, Jewish people, forgive Hitler today. Let it go. Let it go. Stop trying to force it on other people. <laughs> and he, has, he claimed that the Jewish people gave Hitler a bad reputation because, quote, they were upset that Hitler was kicking them out of the country. Now, also, okay, upcoming trigger warning, we're going to be talking about abortion, I'm not going to say my stance or anything beyond that means because I know everybody's got different opinions about it and it's a pretty hot button issue but he compared the Holocaust to abortion and he said quote "The holocaust is not only is not only the Holocaust so for them to take that and claim we uh, when we have abortions right now, that's eugenics, that's genocide that's a holocaust that we're dealing with right now Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that is kind I think that's mostly what people are talking about is those tweets and everything. But also, he said some more stuff. He, quote, doubles down on anti-Semitic tropes. So he repeated that the stereotype that Jewish people control... Jewish people control the media and politics saying that it's wrong because Jewish people don't believe that Jesus is the quote, king of all kings and the real king of the Jews. And I'm hope, I don't want to be racist or rude about any of this. So if I'm not using the right words, I'm very sorry. I am trying my best. And this is off of the Jerusalem post, which I think is pretty good. Um, (laughs) So hopefully I am saying things right and I'm very sorry. I don't mean to be insensitive or anything. I promise this is ju- I'm just pulling information from other sources. And he said, I think the Jewish, like Mossad and Ram Emanuel and Bibi Netanyahu and all of them, I think they got soft out there. Like I'm getting to walk around and say the truth out loud, you know? And then he had added that the U.S. needs to be quote ran by Christian leaders that don't bow down to Jared Kushner, that don't bow to Rahm Emanuel. So yeah, <laughs> um, there like it, there's a lot. And then let me see what else is here. He said a lot of stuff, and there's some things I don't quite understand. Um. Oh, then he had said that he told Elon Musk not to buy Twitter since he would go bankrupt, quote, unless you bow to the Jewish people, which I don't really know what has to do with that. I have no clue. Um, so also Kanye had said he would make Jews work for Christians if he becomes president, which we saw how that happened and that literally nobody voted for him. And I know he wasn't shown up on some ballots. I know when I filled out my absentee ballot, it was on there. And I think it's absolutely insane that he ran for president. And I'm not meaning to get political by any means, but I think there needs to be more criteria when it comes to being president. Like the only things we have right now is like you have to be a certain age and you have to be born in the U.S., But anything, I think it should require having a background in the political world and kind of knowing how politics work instead of getting these idiots (laughs) that want to run for president. Like, you should know your stuff before you run an entire country. But that's just my opinion. Um, So anyways, back to what he said. He had said... Um, Jews need to work for Christians. I'll hire a Jewish people or person if I knew they weren't a spy and I collected their phone and follow them to their house and have a camera all in their living room. And then he also says, I love Jewish people. I love all people. I love people who have like canceled my accounts and all that, but they should not be the people in charge. It's what I'm saying. They've had their run. Like, ugh. and then So, this was pulled out from an interview. Okay, so this was a conversation with Proud Boys founder Gavin McInnes, and then also well-known white supremacist Nick Fuentes meditated the interview. So, like, okay, following this crazy interview, um, McInnes, he had said that he doesn't think Ye is anti-Semitic. And he said, quote, I don't even know how much he likes Hitler. Does he mean he likes him like you like Darth Vader? I don't. I don't really get it. And I don't know how to view this um, because, you know, I'm not Jewish, so I don't know how this would feel. Um, But in my point of view, I think he was extremely insensitive and, you know, telling like Jewish people like they need to get over their oppression. And so I had done a paper kind of over the Holocaust back when I was in middle school and looking through all the sources, it was horrible. And I know like my mom had watched a bunch of documentaries on it and like they had like like these little towns. I can't remember. I think they're called like slum towns. And that's where they put some of the Jewish people and... It was horrible, and like even if you see pi- like pictures, like they're all, you know, they got like really big bags under their eyes, they look severely malnourished, and everything, even with the gas chambers, and also there was a doctor. I don't even know if he was really a doctor. Uh, what is his name? I'm probably gonna pronounce it wrong. Joseph Mengele, or Men- Oh, Mengele. Sorry, Mengele. He was an officer and physician during World War II, and oh my gosh, he was horrible. From what I remember, he had sewed twins together and did like some of the worst, worst kinds of things. I like, I can't even talk about it. It's crazy. And it was all inhumane and he hurt these people. So I, and like just coming from my point of view with the research I've done and all the things I've learned about the Holocaust was horrible. And the fact that he's praising the man who had, what was it, had killed all these Jewish people simply because he was mad at them. Like, you don't do that. Like, they're humans too. And even with Hitler, I actually did my paper over him, like, kind of like in the early years. And, you know, he, it's not an excuse, but he did have a horrible childhood. Like, most of his siblings were dead. The dad was abusive and the mom ended up dying of breast cancer. And then he went to Vienna because he wanted to apply for the Academy of Fine Arts. And so he had applied twice and then got rejected both times. And he ended up having to live in a homeless shelter because he had no money. And then he ended up enlisting into the army and was a dispatch runner during World War One, and, and like I think he got hurt in the middle of sir in the middle of the war and he was awarded and he had came back and worked as an intelligence officer. And around that time, I think it was Berlin, had gas attacked Germany and he was temporarily blinded and he would sit in his hospital bed and cry every day. And around that time he had built so much anger up and decided that He hated Jewish people, and no one really knows why. Um, Well, definitely, like, the mom's doctor was actually Jewish, but I don't think he really hated the doctor in any way because the doctor did everything he could. Um, Also, he believed that the people who ejected, or rejected his application were Jewish. And they were the ones always with the nice lawns and the nice houses and the happy families. And I think he grew envious. And he wanted it for himself. So then he decides to run for president. And I think somebody else had gotten it, but he was the chancellor of Germany. But then all of a sudden, the president died, and then Hitler came into power. And that's when... Everything went out the window, and Jewish people were killed left and right. And if it wasn't in the hands of a Nazi officer, it was either, like, with inhaling all the gas or developing horrible diseases. Like, I think there was something called typhus that spread around the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp. And the reason I know this is because Anne Frank was sent to the concentration camp with her sister, and they both had gotten sick with typhus because there was a lack of food. It was cold, wet, and there were contagious diseases as well. And it's disgusting. I, I just can't. I don't know. It made me really angry. Because he clearly doesn't know what happened. And like, even then, I think there was one point he also said that black people wanted to be enslaved, which is obviously not true at all. They were thrown into that because white people are racist, or at least in that time. There's still a lot of them that are racist to this day. But you would think you would kind of understand the oppression part because his ancestors were slaves. And I had taken a class um, called Philosophies of Life. It was an introductory course, and we read a lot of black literature. And from what I read, none of them wanted to be enslaved. So I think it's so weird he said that. And, like, you no, know, I had read, like, Freck, Frederick Douglass' narrative, W.E.B. Du Bois' Souls of Black Folk, um, anything Angela Davis wrote, James Baldwin, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., and there is more, and Malcolm X as well. So none of them, or Frederick Douglass, out of all people, he didn't want to be enslaved. Like, why would you think that I don't know. It's crazy. I That was a lot of information. I'm so sorry. Now, the reason why I know so much about like the Holocaust and everything is because I learned about it and I was very interested. I had read Diary of a Young Girl which was so sad. And and I'm not crying, I promise. My voice is starting to go. <clears throat> but it's like why? What's the point? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Oh, and I lost my train of thought. I am so sorry. Um, like I said, I did a lot of research going into it as well, and it's so sad what happened to those people because a m- man didn't like them. So maybe it's a good thing he didn't become, or Ye yeah, didn't become president, because I could not imagine what he would try to do if he was in power. He's one of the examples of people that should just not be in power of anything. <clears throat> like, yes, he, I think he's, a very, he's very good at what he does with music, and he's very creative, but he just needs to learn to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> but that's just me. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um so yeah. All right, so that's the end of the video. The video. I do this every time. Sorry I just yelled in your ear. Um <laughs> thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA FM Saint Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or Saint Ambrose University. Uh thank you for listening in. It's been great. <laughs> I, as you can tell, I do not like, Yay or Kanye in any way. <laughs> you see what I did there? Kanye, wait. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. I've been reading a lot of Dr. Seuss lately for my classes and stuff, and making assignments out of them. And I don't know. I feel like I can just rhyme more now, but I really hate Dr. Seuss too. <laughs> I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> But yay especially. <clears throat> so thank you for listening in. Thank you for sitting through my rant. It was great. But if you're already to this episode and you've been listening before, you're very well aware. <laughs> Alright, um, hopefully you guys listening to the next episode. Um, be careful. There's a lot of fog out there right now, especially in Iowa. You know, make sure you're eating and drinking, and taking care of yourself, and getting enough sleep, and it's, I know it's hard right now, but you'll get through it. All right, bye.